This is a Nebula Free Radio production. Hey, welcome to season four. It's Brow. I'm glad that you're here listening to me. Welcome back. Normally I'm off the cuff, um, but I need to keep my thoughts in check. So I'm going to go through sort of a, um, what do you call one of those things? I made like a checklist of things I want to talk about in order. I used to know what those things were called, but off the top of my head right now, I can't think. And that's why I made this list of things that I wanted to go through in order to talk about on this show before I get lost. And start just babbling off about all kinds of other different stuff. So, again, thank you for joining. Quite the cliffhanger, that last episode, last of season three. Well, I'm going to explain what happened. As I am doing now, I'm working. I work from home. I have a job. I work from home. And in the course of sometimes I'm recording this show because I can't do it my kid is here. My kid is a light sleeper now more than he was yesterday. I used to sit here and kind of do these things if I was a little quiet. But the order he's gotten, he's, you know, the last, maybe especially the last six months or so, man, you can't even make a sound and my kid will wake up. Later in the night, you know, like when he first goes to sleep, sometimes he'll sleep through noise. But, you know, when he was younger, he was just like his mom. Like he would sleep through her, the end of the world. Now... You can't really make too much noise without him waking up trying to be nosy, trying to see what's going on. So my only opportunity to record these is during the day when I'm at work. When I'm at work, I get busy and I might get busy during this particular phone um, phone call, see how my brain is working. During this particular um, recording session, I might get a phone call that I have to handle. I might get busy or something like that, so... And I have to pause this this recording. So that's what happened when I was recording the last episode. So what I was trying to get to, the point I was trying to get to, and what I was trying to talk about in the last episode is just recapping how last year went and how I feel about moving forward and that type of thing. And I got a phone call Um had to pause the recording. I came back from the phone call and I tried to continue. And then I heard my mom in the background. And when, just to explain this in a way that it'll make sense, I heard my mom, the phone, the phone rung and maybe I should go back a little bit more because I was explaining all this in the last episode. And it, I, I I did not plan this. This this wasn't the plan. This wasn't what I had scripted. And, you know, it wasn't like the script. I guess you can use that word for this episode that helps me kind of stay in line with what I need to talk about. But 
I did not write a script for that last episode. I was saying the things that were <laughs> greatly on my mind that night because that night I was planning on going out. And I was talking about the things that would stop me from going out. Well, my mom's... <sighs> the guy who stays here, the guy who my mom keeps here living with her, and one of the main primary, if not the primary reason why I need to get the fuck out of here. Okay, so as I was saying, it was standing a month. He gets the government's assistance, so... They give it to them before the first of the month. Now, the first of the year fell on Sunday. So when the first falls on a weekend, they give them their money before, unfortunately. When he gets his money from the government, he doesn't spend it to better society or himself. He spends it on booze. He throws a party by himself, all by himself gets drunk, walks around talking to himself. And not to go into too much detail because the show isn't about him, but it's it, it involves, it's so involved that my mom has to come and keep him quiet or keep him contained. He's out doing so many things. It's, it's ridiculous um, what alcohol would do to some people. The problem with this is that I was planning on going out. Since I was using someone else's car, I'm like a 16-year-old sneaking out because it's not okay for me to leave without knowing someone knowing that I'm leaving in their car. And if I told them where I was going, of course, they would say no for many, many reasons. You know, I don't want to leave my kid here by himself with her, but I'm fine with that because I'm, I trust my mom with my kid. I would trust her with um, with my life with him. But I would have to sneak out in order to go out like I'm a freaking 16-year-old. That can't happen if she's still up. She's still up because he's up drunk. So that was a concern of mine. And I was discussing that as well. I was discussing my plans of going out that night when I wanted to do, which I'll go into in a minute, in detail. And I had a two-night plan, um, and I was discussing that. Um, but again, the primary thing that I spent most of the show on was talking about how 2022 went, how I started off. And that um, last show that I did before the finale, um, when I was talking about um, the two shows I did from the end of 2021, when I was talking about how I felt, how low I was, uh, not seeing a way out. And I'm at the point now, and I wasn't going to mention it, and I'll talk more about that as well. I got a lot to talk about later on in the show. It's going to be a pretty long episode. Usually I try to keep my episodes cut down, but I got to pretty much a lot to say and I have to say it in a quick time um, because I have to get my kid and I want to have this show done in the next let's say 30 minutes and I know I'm going to get a call soon so depending on how long this call is it's going to cut my time in half even more um, but I have to get my kid in like 30 minutes from school on my lunch break yeah I got to spend my lunch break to get my kid from school 
But I paid the next to last deposit for my surgery. Um, again, my pre-op appointment is going to be on the 31st of this month. And I'm excited about that as well. Um, talk more about that. Um, but I'm at this point and opposed to the end of 2021 when I didn't see a, a way out. Um, and the things that I went through last year, last year was a growth year. You know, you have one of those years and you just, a lot of things happen that you look back and you're like, you know, that, that stuff happened to help you grow. Those things were all for your, for, to benefit you growth wise. To learn from the girl from, to, 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 to be able to learn from those things, uh, whether they were mistakes or they were just things that happened. Um, those experiences change you. And a lot of things in 2022 changed me. I didn't really see it as a year that was like, wow, that was quite a year. Like, but, but it's so many things that 2022 happened to me that changed me so much. Um, that this, so many significant things. And I was talking about that, um, how moving forward, um, what I, um, have to do. And you can go back and listen to the episode. It's the episode before this one, episode 29 of the series, uh, season three. But, um, I was saying all of that in the last episode. So I was trying to wrap things up. So let's set this up and I'm probably going to call and just go break my train of thought. But let's set this up now. He's out there drunk in the front of the house, in the yard. For some reason, he turns on his truck. Boy, don't I, don't, I hate when people talk, talk about fuel shortage and, you know, people don't have money. Well, if you got no money to sit out there and run your regular ass truck like that drunk, then I don't want to hear it about needing gas money. But he's out there doing that. My mom's in, in the room. And I'm getting done with the podcast, getting ready to get off of work and try to figure out how I'm going to put my kids to sleep so I can start getting ready to go out and do what I need to do that later that night. When the phone rings, I hear the phone ring in another room from my mom. It was drunk man outside. And guess what drunk man said? Trunk men said, my sister just passed away. Yes, the her dude, her man who lives in here with her. Uh, it's funny because he just recently, my mom went outside to tell him to shut the fuck up and not get the fuck off. And she came back in the house and not maybe five minutes after that, he told her, you know, he called her from outside to tell her, you know, my mom who went back inside that, his sister passed away. I'm not going to go into detail about that. I know nothing about that man's family. I didn't meet the woman. I don't know nothing about her. But my mom reacted. Um, she made noises and stuff. And I thought someone from my family, someone that, you know, maybe my aunt or my uncle, because they're not really all doing all too hot right now, um, health-wise. And uh, it's just those three people, uh, my other aunts and my grandmother, grandfather, uh, my uncle passed away a real, real long time ago. But, um, you know, and I didn't really think of anyone else like my cousins, um, 
None of, you know, it's one of my cousins going through some health issues right now, but for the most part, we're, we're doing worse than with the law, more than with the law than with health wise. Um, but, um, she reacted to that, and that's when I had to stop the. Sh- I didn't even come back to complete the show. I just stopped it from right there. I said, well, I, you know, hold on, and I never came back. So that was the cliffhanger. Um, so that's what happened. But um, my mom and him and my mom left. He had to go. You know, I don't know why they couldn't come over here and just take him over there with them. My mom had to leave to take him to his folks. So I was very concerned, like, how long is this going to take? Will she come back in time for me to settle down, for her to settle down, for her to to be asleep uh, or or out of commission long enough for me to leave and do what I had to do? So I I knew I was going to have to change something up. And that's if she came back in time for me to do that. So I had some clothes that I had to wash and the clothes needed to be washed. Some of those things I was going to wear out. My first goal was to get my kids something to eat. When I got off, I went to the store. I was going to make some burgers, but I had to go get some hamburger buns. I went to the store, did that, came back. Um, Cooked the burgers. My baby ate. Love the burgers. I did a Facebook with that. Having problems with tag too. Tag, like I said, I'm gonna get into some things. I'm just gonna sit here and talk uh, on these next couple episodes about some stuff that's nagging me. But um, got on tag. It was dead. Um, went on Facebook, made a video um, while I was cooking the burgers. It was just dead everywhere. So I decided to just go ahead and let my baby <clears throat> eat the burgers. And then um, got him ready for bed after that. I got in bed with him. I was tired, actually. Um, and I think I went to sleep a little bit, but I'm not too sure. But he went to sleep. And not long after he went to sleep, she was on her way back. Um, he came back with her, unfortunately. So I was like, oh, Lord, so... But uh, And she had to try to corral him a little bit to try to get him to settle down. But she finally got him to settle down. So I, I got ready to go. Now, I think I explained it on the show the last time. But I'm going to talk about it some more. Uh, uh, I'm going to bring it up rather um, here. Uh, my plan was to go back to the uh, Swingers Club. I enjoyed my experiences the, the last time I went. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, not this time. So let me explain. Um, so my mom, him and my mom finally settled down. I was able to get dressed. I wore this tight pink, very cute dress. But I said to myself, I'm not going to wear makeup. I might put a little eyeshadow on my lashes. That's it. And I usually uh, put some um, cold cream on my face just to make, you know, make the moisture come out, make make my face kind of stand out a little bit. And But I didn't feel like putting on makeup and getting really dewed up and everything like I use, booed up like I usually do. So I was able to leave, got to the uh, strip club. So, can you ready to get in to, to get 
a, a fill of the scene and a guy walks up to me and he says, right, like right out, and I was not attracted to him, but he says uh, it was slow. And it didn't really look slow or seem slow to me. But honey, that experience I had at the strip, uh, I keep saying the strip club, the uh, swingers club. Honey, the swingers club was dead that night. Not really dead, but it was just pussy chasers in there. Um, you should have seen it. Um, if a guy came in with his woman, they would follow her around. It, it, it looked like a cartoon. It looked like a Three Stooges or something. It looked like a comedy. Uh, the guy would come in with his girl. They'll find somewhere to go, do whatever they were going to do. And then the guys would just follow. It would be like a stampede. I'd heard of guys. Um, a white guy came in with his woman and ended up walking in the main room. And guys, I saw one guy sucking on her toe. She was butt naked. I'm feeling bad saying all this. And it, it taught me a few things. Number one, don't ever, ever go back to the club. Or and it's hard, especially the club. I didn't. I, I'm not talking about the club. Club. I'm just saying, don't ever go out again, or try not to go out again without taking a tab. Um, if I was on the tab, I probably would have had a different experience that night, and I probably would have did things a little differently that night. If I if I popped the tab, but I told myself that I was gonna wait to pop the tab the night after when I came back. So I didn't take the tab that night. I was going to see what happened and decide if I was going to come back or not. But truth be told, I got really bummed out. Um, my glory hole experience was so awful. I had three guys come in the room and they tried their hardest to try to get it in. And they couldn't, they couldn't put it in my, my bussy. My bussy wasn't tight. I was ready. I was horny. I wanted to get fucked. They couldn't put it in there. So I was like, okay. Um, one guy wanted me to suck a sip with our condom. Not happening. So I was like, okay. I just sat down because I, I brought my peach palmation. I was just in that drink. I felt okay. But they just wasn't, I don't know. They wanted me. Some of them did. Some of them just was there. I don't know what they was there for other than to just irritate me by just standing there not doing shit. And uh, I got upset a little bit. Um, I sat in a room, different places, just sitting there, just observing things and noticing how I just wasn't getting the interest or the focus that I needed to get. Um, guys would come in the room that I was in and just walk right back out like, oh, no one's in here that I'm interested. And normally that didn't happen. Now, um, the night that I got fucked by the security guard, they were like, okay, if he, I guess they were saying, okay, if he did it, I want to see what's up too. And, but that night, for some reason, 
And Friday nights, that, that first Friday night that I got there was okay, but it was that Saturday night that I really, I haven't been back on the Saturday night, I don't think. The night that I had to abort um, and go back because my mom found, called me and found out I was gone with her car. I don't know if I told y'all about that the third time I went out there. Um, I don't know if that was a Saturday or a Sunday, but, um, man, um, I, I just did not have a good experience. It was an awful, awful experience. Um, just sitting there watching other guys be interested in other things that I, that, and it wasn't me. Um, I was disappointed sexually. I didn't get what I wanted. And to top it off, uh, there were two trans girls there that I really didn't pay attention to because there are a lot of trans girls there. Most of us are like basically cross-dressers. <laughs> but um, there were two trans girls that I noticed. And to be honest, when I first saw them, I thought they were natural girls, like girls who were born girls. And I, but I didn't really pay attention to. I wasn't. I don't focus too much on the other fish in there. Um, I just focus on myself and my mission and my goal. But it was two trans girls. They had. They they must have went and got surgery, or they had that gotten surgery because they didn't grow natural. They had tits. I didn't really notice anything significant about them. Like you know, I don't know about how big they booty were. Like I said, I don't look at girls like that no more unless I'm comparing her to myself. So I got an, I had enough and I left. So I was walking outside and um, it hurts just for me talking about this because it, it really hurt. It really did. But um, I was walking back to the car to get in to leave because I was going to go back to the house. I, I was just, I was done. I, and I'm going to tell you how I really felt in a minute. But uh, as I was walking up to the car, there was a guy sitting in his car outside, and he said, hey, what's up? And I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. And he kept saying it, and when I finally like kind of like realized that he was talking, I was like, was he talking to me? I didn't know anyone else was outside. So when I noticed the guy, when I finally got a clear look at him, because I didn't have my glasses on, of course, I don't wear my glasses. I have my, my, my lashes on and stuff. He wasn't looking at me. He was looking somewhere else. And I was looking like, oh, okay, he's talking to somebody else. But what, when it really, really it hurt me, it was the two trans girls he was talking to. He wanted to talk to one of them and not me. And that really hurt and upset me. And I have a call. Let me stop this. Wow, I forgot what I was saying. But basically, uh, when the guy addressed the other trans girl and not me, I felt like shit. And I still do. Because it hurts. Because I feel like I should be where she is. Like, like, it's been five fucking years I've been transitioning, dude. So uh, I felt some type of way. I was like, honey, I don't want to do shit else. I said I drink said that I haven't drunk. Uh, I didn't. I had blunts that I rolled up that I was gonna smoke. I didn't smoke those blunts until earlier this week uh, on one of my breaks at, at when I went outside to to 
you know, in the front yard during one of my breaks. I, I just, I didn't do anything on New Year's Eve. I went to sleep early. Um, I ate, went to sleep early. And uh, fuck it. I said, fuck it. Uh, I had to work that night. Uh, I had to work that day and I got off late. Well, not late, but I got off around 7, 8 o'clock. And I was like, fuck it. Saturday night, I was like, fuck it. I'm like, fuck everything. Um, I, I felt some type of way. I, I, fuck guys. I'm still kind of that way. Fuck y'all. Cheap fucks. Because it's like, you know, they they weird. They... So I didn't really see anything significant with those ladies. They were dressed a certain way that if I was dressed a certain way like them, I would have been reprimanded. But the thing is, that night, the person who usually sits in front of the, the, the swingers club uh, wasn't there to do that. And um, they probably could wear what they were wearing. Usually I would like to wear things like that. But, um, I'm all, you know, the swingers club is next to some type of... Um, I don't really... It's like a Catholic thing, but it's... Um, Catholic church, but it's like those type of Catholic churches that... Um, I don't know if it's a, I don't know if those people are Filipino or Hispanic or I know they're, you know, they're, they're non-white people and, um, they have church like all types of different types of during the day and night. Um, and they're there all the time. So the person who sits in the front always says, you know, don't come just half-assed dressed. And they were just like, they were ready to fuck the whole entire world, you know, so. But I felt um, some type of way I left. I didn't want to come back the next night. I wanted to go out to the club that night. I could have went to the club that night, but I wasn't. I was like, well, if I'm treated like shit here, I know I'm going to be treated like shit there. I don't want to go there looking like a fool, too. So I just went home. Then go out the next night. I went to sleep on New Year's. Eve, I, I said, fuck it. So, um, it's getting close to me, um, having to take my kid, uh, pick my kid up. Um, I will finish this discussion when I get back. Um, now this is going to be all in the same podcast, but, um, I think I'll say a little bit more before I pause it, but, um, I'm just gonna lay low into my surgery after my surgery. And even after my surgery, I'm not just gonna go out there tonight (laughs) of my surgery after my surgery. Just go out there. I wanna heal. I wanna figure some stuff out. It won't be the last time I go to the Swingers Club, but um, when I go to the Swingers Club, the next time it's gonna be a different experience. I will, I will make sure that it's a different experience for me. Um, I want to s- get some questions answered <laughs> when I go there. I'm going to go, go there for one specific reason. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah. But um, let me go ahead and um, get my kid, uh, get him... Together when I come back, uh, I, I, I 
had the I needed to make him some rice and I haven't even put his rice on yet. Um so let me get him situated. And um again this is the same episode. I'll be back um to finish what I was saying. Um but yeah, um really just a suck ass way to end twenty twenty two. But like I said, when I was telling people when I went to, to my Walmart job Sunday it's just Sunday. It was like, Happy New Year. It's just Sunday. It's Sunday. What year? What new year? It's the same old shit. I'm still living in 2025. I mean, 2025. 2005. I'm still living in 2005. God damn it. Okay. So, continuing from where I left off, which is, um, I kind of forgot where I left off. I think I was talking about the humbling experience I had at the um, swingers club, and I know you guys are like, "Oh, that's the swingers club," you know. Oh, those guys are so creepy, and they are. You you step back and kind of look at it in a sobering manner, but those are the same guys that you know the the creeps that you see on Facebook that creep on your page, that creep on all your pages, that creep on your tag pages, that creep everywhere. And if they don't get hooked, then you know you're not where you need to be. And when I'm seeing what I'm saying, one of the premises of this show is to talk about my adult career. Um, now, I'm not saying, I mean, we all have adult. There are a lot of careers for adults. Policeman, firefighter, you know what I mean when I say adult career, you know. And you have to have a certain look. I mean, it's your profession. You have to have a certain look to pull a lot of guys. It's not, you know, I'm in a niche. I'm in a niche, you know. There is a niche for my look. But niches don't really make money in adult um, entertainment. You have to be appealing to a broader scale of people. And I just don't have that right now. And that's what I'm focusing on right now as well. Um, so I'm making an investment. It's just not for me to feminize myself or to make myself more feminine or, or, or you know, to, to, to feminize my look. But to, you know, be more, you know, I, I, I want to, <laughs> I have an investment that I want to have a return in. You know, I'm... I'm doing this to, you know, further my, my, my I mean, I, I want to continue to do adult entertainment for a while. I'm not that old. You know, those people in their 60s still making videos. And I'm talking about women, not males, because males can go into the day they die if they want. But, or today dangling's fall off. But, I am determined to change my situation, um, but it's not going to be easy. It's going to be very tough. Um, but that humbling experience at the Sawyer's Club, it was very humbling. Um, I was very, very upset, and I still am. And um, there is a lot of work that I need to do. Um, 
it's already in the works. I already made my final next to final deposit to my uh, surgeon today. I got one more deposit. I'm done, and I'm off to um, my appointment with him on uh, January the 31st. I don't know how that's gonna go. What's really gonna be discussed? Um, but um, throughout this month, I will be talking about that. Um, in in detail, but that date is coming. Changes are on the way, and I hope they're for the good, not for the bad. I'm tired of disappointments. I'm tired of setbacks, you know. And I'm I'm ready for a change. I'm ready to to make a difference. Um, I'm ready to make some some moves. Okay, and um, I'm just. Blessed to have the opportunity to continue to have a day where I can wake up and have an opportunity to make things better, to make things right. I need <laughs> more income. I need more money. I need a better income. I need more money. So um, right now, my OnlyFans is not helping. Um... And there's, I don't know if you guys know of this or heard of it, but it's called Mega Personals. And Mega Personals is supposed to be uh, what, um, um, what did they call it? Uh, what it used to be called um, a back page. It's basically what back page used to be. Mega Personals is now. Um, so when I first got on Mega Personals, I got more attention. I think I think more people got the word, and uh, it's a little tougher now to get attention on there. It wasn't that crowded on there like it is now when I got on there. Um, but it's basically back page, and you know, trans women normally dominate those type of sites. You, you have the women on there to work in, but um. There's a lot of trans girls and there are a lot of, you know, it's, it's, it's harder because if you're a naturally born woman, I don't think you should compete that hard um, unless you just look like trash. Uh, if you're a decent to magnificent looking woman, then you shouldn't have a problem competing with a trans woman because you got what most guys want, which is a pussy. You were created that way. You were born with a pussy, no dick. But trans girls got to compete not only with pussy girls, but dick girls too. Not thick, dick girls. So I got to compete with dick girls. I got to compete with cross-dressers. I got to compete with um, transitioning trannies like me. You know, now I got to compete with the fems. The ones who were born with the pussies. So it's a challenge there, um, but you know, I'm, and at the end of the day, I'm glad that that humbling experience happened to me. I needed a wake up call, and I know that I'm not where I'm really not where I want to be. It, it's it's not easy for me to accept because for so long I've been told that I'm not where I want to be, and I'm tired of hearing that. I'm, I want to be where I want to be, um, but. Um, yeah, 
Uh, I'm working on other things too. I'm working on a new online store. I want to start out very, very small at first and um, add more items and products as I go along. Um, but I'm, I'm going to focus on being positive this year. I'm going to work really, really hard and not get discouraged. Um, there's a way to be successful and I'm going to, I'm going to find that way and go through that path to success. Um, Winston Churchill said that success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. And I have lots of courage. I've continued and carried on and uh, through a lot of the things that I talked to you guys about over this um, these last few years as I've been doing this show. But um, this is my biggest challenge um, to get through this year and to be very successful and to have accomplished a lot of things that I'm working on. Um, but I'm seeing progress right now. And usually when I see progress, there's something standing near next to it, ready to kill it, ready to knock it out, ready to put it in the hospital, ready to for the setback. You know, and I'm I'm again I'm tired of disappointments and setbacks. I'm tired of setbacks. I'm ready as being told I'm not good enough, I'm not ready. I'm tired. Uh, I'm ready for a change. I'm ready to make a difference. And uh, that's what 2023 is going to be all about. <laughs> but like I say, it's just the same old year. It's like Groundhog Day. It just continues. It just keeps going on and on and on. Um, for you guys who listen to this show, I love you. Especially if you listen all the way through to this end. I love you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And uh, I will be talking to you guys very soon. Thank you.